jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Santa's coming. Santa's coming. Or is it someone else? Krampus. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Not. What's with the neighbors? Just kidding. Sorry, I just yelled in everyone's ears. Look at you guys. Leon's here. Yay. You can only see him if you're on Patreon. Yeah. He's only an exclusive content, like we say. You want to see his beautiful... What is he? What is? What kind of cat is he? He is a Siberian. Yeah. He was from the Siberian mountains. She went up there and got him herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She climbed all the mountains. And, oh, God. Leon, don't <laughs> He's fall. about to fall. <laughs> he got a little too comfy there. Oh, baby. Baby. I'm so happy he's back. I know. So this is uh, our podcast, everyone. What's with the neighbors? Yep. And I'm Bree. And I'm Amy. And we are, this is week two of me being back. Yeah. Yeah, so first week a, of recording, of uh, videoing. It's great. It's great. Yeah. We figured things out. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And it's really nice to be back in the podcast room, and we have s- surrounded by our podcast things. Yep, 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 yep. So. Sorry, I said that too many times. Hey, do we have announcements? Uh, it's <laughs> National Ugly Sweater Day. Oh, hell yeah. Yay! So we are rocking our ugly sweater. I, Amy's is really pretty, actually, but. Um, yeah, that's all they like, had at Walmart. Bedazzled. It says Merry Christmas. It's it, uh, it's pretty ugly. It looks homemade. It, yeah, my yeah. grandma made it. She did? No, it's from Walmart. I was going to say, wow, she's really good. My mom got it for me last year. This young children in China got it, the, made it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You'll probably find out where, can't find out where it was made. <laughs> Gigi got it for me last year. Aww, the time to buy that. Christmas sweaters is after Christmas when they're yes, half off. Except for here in Alaska when there's none. Oh, but you know. If you buy one that's too big for you, it's that's true. Comfy. That's true. It's okay. Yeah, this one was not. The half sleeves off. are big on you. <laughs> Mine are too. <laughs> but that's the point. It's to make it ugly. Yeah. You know, you say this is a pretty, but I definitely wouldn't have chosen this color. I love it. It looks really good on you, and Stop that red it. looks really good on you. Thank you. Stop, guys. It. Amy looks super good right now. You know, now. you always compliment me and I never compliment you, but I'm not very okay. good at giving compliments. I don't like taking compliments, so that's so, perfect. Well, that's why then. There you go. There you go. That's that's People why. are like, oh, you look pretty, and I'm like, <sighs> you're, you're pretty, you guys. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. So, we don't really have announcements, correct? Um. Well, I mean, we gain more countries. We have five countries now that's, listening to us, so I that's was, exciting. Yeah, five. Wait, wait we have... Um, Nigeria, Nigeria, America, America. Um, Do we have can- Canada? Back? Canada, yes. We have France. Yeah, that's what it was. And Ireland, uh, Australia, Australia, Australia's back. Mm-hmm. Good, because I told my friend in Australia. I yelled at him the other day. Thanks for listening, Mike. No, sorry. <laughs> no, you said gonna... Mike. I was like, that's no, not I his said name. Mate. <laughs> now he's gonna stop listening. <laughs> uh, but I, he's like, what is the podcast? name again and i was like it's what's with the neighbors why aren't you listening and he's like well i mean i'm busy and i was like what do you do work and then i come home 
and then I go back to work. And if I'm not working, I'm thinking about work. And I was like, well, you can do that to and from work. Yeah. I work what from home. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. I work at my home. Yeah, me too. And I still listen. Yeah. To us. Even though I have children in the background screaming. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. You don't even have kids. Like, it's fine. You and your cat. Listen. Your cat wants to listen. Your cat wants to hear me on. You know what? Your cat wants to see... Yes, yeah, yeah, Leon. Yes, your cat wants to see Leon. You have to like, be a Patreon donor to see you him. Can't though. get this just anywhere on no. any podcast. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. and listen to him purr. Good job, Leon. Right on cue. Oh, you're so sweet. Even even no, Leon, fe- don't do that. Don't. No, he's no, Leon. He's no. Ah, oh my gosh, he's. Guess you guys won't know. He tap danced. Guess you guys can't yeah, see him. Yeah, you can't see him tap dance. We we don't like him tap dancing during while we're recording because it gets our papers all shuffled. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad for us. <laughs> we're so lame. Can I tell you a Patreon story? I mean, neighborhood yeah, story. Yeah, you can. Oh, um, one more announcement. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Because this comes out on Christmas Day. Yeah. So this Happy is your Christmas present. All of that. Yeah. Everything hope, uh, in between. Santa brought you guys some great presents. Hope you're enjoying your families. Christmas is on Saturday. I thought Christmas is on Sunday. Christmas Eve is on Saturday, isn't it? Oh, shoot. Merry Christmas anyway. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Christmas is on Saturday. Christmas every year it's on the twenty fifth of December. I don't know if you knew that, but now you do. You know, I didn't know that. Thank you for educating me. You're welcome. Your Thank poor you. children. They're like, Why isn't Santa here? <laughs> and then he comes the next day and they're like, Oh Santa skipped you, our house. He forgot about All us. All of our but... friends got their presents already. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we do things in my house. I like to scare people. <laughs> scare your children see you work good you better be good all right i'll call him he's coming (laughs) that's what you get you know i'm so excited for my story on patreon uh to tell you for our our special exclusive episode that we're doing only episode. i'm really excited for it because uh i was telling it to Addie and audrey trying to scare them today (laughs) So, because they're like, they do Krampus. They don't do Krampus, but Kate likes to scare them with Krampus. Oh. And so I was like, oh, you think Krampus is scary, huh? Hmm. I'm so excited. So I'm going to tell you a neighborhood story. This is from next door. I don't mean to be a Grinch. However, to those of you who are placing Christmas lights slash decorations in your yard, would you please avoid anything that has red or blue flashing lights (laughs) together? (laughs) Every time I come around the corner, I think it's the police and I have a panic attack. I have to break hard, toss my margarita out the window, (laughs) fasten my seatbelt, throw my phone on the floor and... (laughs) And set my gun under the seat, all (laughs) while trying to drive. It's just too much drama, even for Christmas. Thank you for your cooperation and understanding. (laughs) I mean, that, uh, you know what? I don't think that's too much to ask. No. I have the same thing 
that happens and then I have to do all the same like yep put yeah. down put down my the, beer the margarita and throw, throw put your put gun my away. phone away yep fasten your seatbelt my slow crap down. together yeah so yes, I have a story. I have a Christmas story for you. <gasps> what a Christmas story on our Christmas episode! Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a uh, creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings are hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that Saint Nicholas soon will be there. Okay, so this story is about Ronald G. Gene Simmons. Have you heard of him? I'm about to tell you everything. Gene Simmons? Ronald? Like, like the, the like t- kiss? N- no, no, no. <laughs> Ronald G- Gene Simmons. Wow. What a what a mix up the name there. That that Did might that be. Did that pop up a lot whenever you were searching? No, because I was typing in Ronald G- Gene oh, okay. Simmons. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. They did that on purpose. Unless this is a really old story. All right, go ahead with your story. I want to hear all about murder. <laughs> I mean, it is 1940. He was born in 1940. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Let's hear all about some murder. All right, so Ronald maybe. Gene Simmons was born on July 15th, 1940 in Chicago, Illinois, to Loretta and William Simmons. Um, not even when he was three years old, his dad uh, passed away from a stroke. And not even a year later, his mom remarried to William Griffin. Uh, This William was a civil engineer for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. The Army moved Griffin and his family to the Little Rock, Arkansas in 1946. And because it was a military, I thought that when I first read this, it said like the military moved him around a lot. So I was thinking like all over the country. But, like, they just stayed in Arkansas. Okay. Okay. I don't know. So, but they moved often over the next decade. I mean, we've moved once in the almost 10 years that Josh has been in, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe back then it was, like, different. I don't know. Or they got lucky. So, at 17, Ronald dropped out of high school, as you do, and joined the U.S. Navy. And that was, like, I thought you needed a high school diploma in order to join the military but maybe not it back depends then. on the branch oh like weird. air force i think you do army you do i mean Our, not necessarily oh. you need you need at least like a g ged okay gotcha but i don't know he i don't know so Times are different yeah so uh his first duty station was in brie merton naval base in washington <gasps> brie yeah, sorry. Of That's course. all I selfishly paid attention yep, to. You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he and that's where he met. That's where he met Rebecca Ullenberry. Ullenberry. Uh, they were quick to fall in love and got married in New Mexico on July 9th, nineteen sixty. Which is so weird because that was our original uh, wedding date. Oh, July 9th? Yeah, because we wanted seven sixty. Yeah. Okay. We wanted seven, uh, nine. I don't remember what the symbol of nine was, but we wanted seven eleven. Oh, that's which cute. we got, but it's you seven got, ten you eleven. Yeah, the tenth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was cheaper to get married on the tenth. Makes sense. So, like by three thousand bucks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my my parents were paying for it, so they're like, "How bad do you want the ninth? 
I was like, fine. So, uh, growing up, Becky, his wife, I'm going to call her Becky because that's whatever. Becky got that's back. That's what got she it. went back. Yeah. Was known to be good in high school and she was a kind woman. She was uh, liked by everyone she knew. So, obviously, she gets murdered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all know where this is going, people. Uh, two years after they got married, Ronald left the U.S. Navy and joined the Air Force. Uh, she spent, tw- or he spent 22 years in the Air Force, and during the time he earned a Bronze Star, a Republic of Vietnam Cross, because he was in Vietnam War, and the Air Force ribbon for a marksmanship. Uh, he also had seven children. That's not that big of a deal. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Uh, he, <laughs> that's not a big deal. It is a big deal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Josh said he earned one of those in basic training. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. So uh, he also had seven children total during his time in the Air Force. Uh, Ronald Jean Jr., Shelia, Shelia, William Jr., Loretta, Eddie, Marion, and Rebecca. Good Lord. Seven kids, dude. That's a lot of kiddos. Oh, (laughs) he's doing his thing. (laughs) What? Because his hair. Everybody's seeing it too. Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't know why he does it. You're welcome. It's like he thinks it's longer than. You're welcome, everybody who's watching. That's awesome. Good job, Leon. Uh, my stomach hurts. Uh, so on, I forgot to tell you that this is a really sad story. So on July, on November 30th, 1979, Ronald retired from the U.S. Air Force at, all murder stories are sad, but yeah, um, retired from the U.S. Air Force at the rank of Master Sergeant. During his time in the Air Force. It's pretty high. Is it? Yeah. Okay, good. Cool, 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 cool. During his time in the Air Force, they seemed to live a normal life. Um, it was not really documented, though. There was, like, they, there was no Facebook or anything like that. So they didn't have a whole lot to say about his time in the military as a fa- like with their family. Um, you know, he what never got in trouble with the military police or anything like that. Um, so... Uh, But once he was retired, Ronald's behavior started to change. He started to drink a lot. He wouldn't be caught without a beer. He'd wake up, drink, sleep, drink, like, every 24-7. And the people from Clouds Croft, New Mexico, which is where they lived, they knew him as the type of guy to just constantly be drinking. They all tried to stay away from him because he was just loud and disrespectful. He was a jerk. Uh, Friends of the family that had the courage to go over there said that he pretty much stayed in one room. They said it was dark. It was stunk. It was just gross, like a nasty room. But he stayed in that one room. Yeah. Uh, A year after he retired in 1980, it was discovered that Ronald was having an incest relationship with his oldest daughter, Shelia. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah. (gasps) No. I say a relationship, but I highly doubt it, it was. was sensual. Yeah. Ew. But th- later on, you'll hear so, uh, like some more facts about it. So it makes you wonder. But 
I feel like it was more of like she was going along with it to appease him. Yeah, and not make, make him, him angry. mad. Yeah. Right. So, um still freaking sick. Yeah, then she got pregnant. <sighs> uh, yeah. So, Ronald oh. told his wife Becky what he did and she's like like this is humiliating. I cannot believe that this is happening. And he is like, well, you're going to take the baby. You're going to raise it as one of ours. Um, and she really didn't have a choice. She couldn't. She didn't have any money. So she's like, okay, I guess. She didn't want to. Right. But she didn't really have have a choice. Um, and Ronald really didn't seem ashamed of this relationship uh, neighbors and friends would see them like kissing goodbye and it wasn't like you he know st- he like stayed with her yeah he he continued Did the she relationship live there shelia yeah yeah she was <gasps> 17 oh yeah and so now that she's having her father's baby she continued to live with them she didn't have a choice because he wanted to keep it and so, like, he, I don't know, he didn't really care that people knew about how he was treating his daughter. And people would, like, see them, like, people would come over and they would see them, like, making out. Ew. Yeah. Sorry. I know. It's really cringy and nasty. Uh, but luckily, these people were like, that's not right. And eventually reported him to the Cloudscroft Department of Human Services and uh, when she was pregnant, she actually told the school counselor, because she was still in high school, she was pregnant with her father's baby. And that didn't make him very happy. Uh, he uh, wrote a letter stating to her, stating, you have destroyed me. You have destroyed my trust in you. I will see you in hell. Yeah. So on... April 3rd, 1981, the investigation was underway for allegations that he fathered a child with his daughter. And so in June 1981, Sheila, Sheila gave birth to her child, Sylvia. Originally, Sheila was, refused to press charges against her father, but the Department of Social Services that knew about this uh, pressured her and and threatening her to uh, threatened her with contempt of court citation, which I don't know what that means. Um, so because of this, she testified in front of a grand jury and he was finally charged with three counts of, he was charged with three counts of incest. Good. Yeah. You can get in trouble for that. Yeah, it's illegal. I, oh, damn it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we got to tell someone I didn't know. Josh is my brother. I think, <laughs> I think. I think I did know that that was illegal. I just didn't think it was like. Just like suicide is illegal. It's very bizarre. Oh, yeah. That is weird, isn't it? I yeah. didn't even. You, you just don't think about that, I no. guess. No. Okay. So, uh, and it's obviously it's not something you have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not on your radar. In late 1981, Ronald knew that he was going to be arrested. So in the middle of the night, he packed up his entire family and fled. <gasps> Uh, when the police showed up at the house the next morning, the entire house was empty. So his name was filed under the National FBI database. He stayed under the radar. He would, you know, he wouldn't go a one over the speed limit. You know, he was very good at being good. Uh, they So they fled to Ward, Arkansas, and he got a job as a file clerk for the Department of Veteran Services in Little Rock. 
then eventually got a job at the recruiting office for the Air Force. Becky was uh, home at home raising all, the six children living with them. Jeez. Two of the oldest boys that they had had moved out and got married and had kids. Had their own lives. Yeah. Uh, and one had a son with their kid and one had a daughter with... I said one had a son with their kid. One oh. had a son with his <laughs> wife and the other one had a daughter. So a lot of incest going on here. Uh, one had Where a... Where is this again? In Arkansas. Well, not Alabama. Sorry, guys. Uh, one had a daughter with his girlfriend. So Ronald wasn't making nearly as much as he was back in New Mexico. I mean, oof. He also had a mortgage back in New Mexico that they still were holding on to and then renting this new home and, you know, the food, everything was piling up. And he was definitely feeling the financial pressure, uh, especially since Becky wasn't working. Um, In 1983, the family moved to Dover, Arkansas on a 13 acre piece of property and named it. Yeah. Named it Mockingbird Hill. And the road up to the property, because it was like off the a main road and then another road that they would go on, um, was named a Little Princess Lane. Uh, named after Shelia, his girlfriend, his daughter. It was okay. it, it's disgusting. Uh, he would call her Little Princess. Yeah. Ew. So... It had two older model mobile homes, which they brought together and made into one large home. Okay. The home did not have indoor plumbing or a phone. Oh. Yeah. So they moved there just in time because in the late, teen, late 1983, Shelia, the oldest daughter that he was having a relationship, was pregnant again with her. Her second and Ronald's ninth child. From him? Oh, my yep. gosh. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Ninth child? Yeah, they had seven. And then that baby that she had named Sylvia was the eighth child. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So, luckily, though, Ronald decided another child with his child was probably not a good, clever idea considering he was already on the FBI's wanted list. Um, so he took her down to the local abortion clinic and she got an abortion. Shilia decided to go to school for business and that's where she met the, a handsome fella named Dennis McNulty. They hit it right off. They hit it off and started dating. Um, but Good she, for her. yeah, yep. Shilia announced to the family that she and Dennis were going to get mar- married and move out. Which, would you believe it? Ronald did not like this. Oh, I can't I imagine know. why. But in September 1984, Shelia and Dennis got married regardless and moved to Camden, Arkansas with her daughter, Sylvia. And eventually they had a son named Michael. And as if it were a switch, you could turn off. Ronald instantly started hating her. Mm. He was just like, he was incredibly rude to her. Every time she would visit, he would just say, if he would even talk to her at all, he would say snide remarks to her, just awful, awful things to her. Wow. Um, he would, Real oh, mature, oh, Ronald. Yeah, and, what a dick. Yeah. And he would say often to her, I'll see you in hell. Jeez. Yeah. 
Ronald tried to replace Julia with his second oldest daughter, Loretta. But, oh, my gosh. No. But Loretta was like, no, dude. Mm-hmm. No. That so, ain't right, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily, he's like, oh, my God, those poor children. So Ronald was spiraling, obviously. Not obviously, but he was spiraling. He could not hold down a job. And if he did get hired somewhere, it was, you know, all low paying jobs. He hardly had had to like, commit to um, besides showing up at one of the jobs he had in 1984 to 1987 was at a trucking freight company. And he made sexual advances to a co-worker, a 25 year old Kathy Kendrick. He would send Kathy notes, flowers, small gifts. He would even show up to her house in the morning, offering her a ride to work. And she's like, <sighs> I have a ride. Thanks. Yeah. What a perv. Yeah. And you have a wife. Yep. You piece of trash. Yep. Um, at one of the. Oh, uh, and even after she told him, no, she is married. And after he was fired, he would continue to do these things to her. Uh, by December 18th, 1987, he had been fired from the trucking firm and his second job that he had at the mini mark. So. Sounds about right. Yeah. We know that Ronald was not social, but after Sheila left, it got even worse. He would literally glare at customers at the, his job. And Same. <laughs> <laughs> it was like there was a dark cloud over him wherever he would go. You feel the negativity. Yeah. I hate. Oh, my gosh. There yeah. are people that are like that. Yeah. Like you're just no, like, I'm not, I don't want to talk to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Never <It's>, mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> I'm, I'm great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, he also got to the point where he would not let Becky go anywhere without him. The kids and his wife were not allowed to go to church or even talk to anyone besides their own family. And they weren't even allowed to talk to the family that had moved out except for on their scheduled dates. That is not right. That were, yeah. Uh, the kids were allowed to go to school, though. But they were requir- were required to do chores all the way up until bedtime. Jeez. Chores included moving gravel, chopping wood, hauling it, digging a big hole in the backyard, which ended up having sewage, like nasty sewage in it. Ew. Um, Like they hit like, you know, hit a pipe or something and then just let it run. I don't know. Um, And other yard work. Uh, he worked them like he was a general. And their house was also like super gross there's trash everywhere things weren't clean it was uh they had broken cars in the yard it was just not great on uh one pleasant thing though like because this guy is like super gross and awful he would never hit his children which oh, you know but he yeah. has sex with them yes so. yeah 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 oh but unless they got in the way from him beating his wife if they oh, tried to stop right. him, if, I mean, then it was allowed to, yeah. You know what? In his defense, they shouldn't get in the way of him Correct. hitting their mother. Like, Correct. Just leave the room. Yeah. Let him Let be- him pound on yeah. her. Yeah. That sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> let him beat her up. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It makes perfect sense. It's yes. the right thing to it's, do. Yeah. It's actually in the book of uh, what to Being, expect right. when you're expecting. Yeah. 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 uh but during the four years that they were on the property in dover becky was secretly hiding money away uh so that she could get her and her kids away but it was obviously she didn't have an income so it 
wasn't common for her or it took a long time right her oldest son actually got a p.o box for her to secretly talk to him in and so she would only be able to give him letters when she was allowed to go into town or something like that or like pick up the mail she would drop off a letter for him ridiculous that you have to go to those like measures to talk to to talk to your own son Yeah, yeah to your own son like yep uh so and he was helping her try to plan her escape so and on december 22nd 1987 ronald snapped he drove down to the local walmart to buy a 22 caliber caliber gun uh and he takes it home his son ronald jean he was there visiting and becky of ronald's wife uh were there in the living room he takes the gun as soon as he opens the door and puts a bullet in both of them. Of course. Uh, he goes to the bedroom and where his granddaughter Barbara was, and he strangles her to death and wraps her in a plastic bag. Oh, no. Yeah. And then he plops down on the lazy boy and has a beer as if he just got home from work. Oh. Uh, he took the bodies and dumped them in the hole that he had his children digging. <sighs> So he had been planning this. I hate the story. I know. Uh, He waited for the rest of the children to get home. He drove down to the bus stop and picked them up. And he was like, hey, I have a surprise for you guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I have a present for you, but I'm going to give it to you one by one. So go to your rooms and I'll I'll take you out one by one and and give it to you. Literally take you out by one by one. Mm. One by one. Mm. Uh, Merry Christmas. You're getting murdered. (laughs) That's so So depressing. I know. Uh, He first called Loretta, the 17-year-old, out. Uh, He strangled her and then held her head in a rain barrel until (sighs) she drowned. (sighs) Then he did the same thing to the other kids one by one. Uh, Eddie was 14 years old, Marion was 11, and Rebecca was 8. Oh, my gosh. He dumped their bodies in the hole in the backyard that they dug. So they literally dug their own grave. Yeah. And then hung out in the house for four days. Because that's what you do after you murder your family. You hang out in the... Chill. Yeah. Uh, he was waiting for the other kids that weren't living there to come home on their scheduled visits. On December 26th, William Jr. and his wife, Renetta, and their son, Trey, showed up at the house. And as soon as they walked through the front door, Ronald shot both William and his <gasps> wife, then took Trey, the oh, son, no, and no, strangled no. him... <gasps> And drowned him in the rain barrel like the other smaller children. An hour later, Shilia and her husband, Dennis, their son, Michael, and I'm sorry, I'm almost done. Uh, Michael and Shilia's daughter, Sylvia, arrived. Uh, they were all murdered like the others. The parents were shot as soon as they walked oh, into the door. Gosh. And then the children were strangled and drowned. He laid the family members in a neat row in the living room, covered them all in coats besides his beloved Shilia. He laid her in a funeral viewing state, arms crossed, you know, arms crossed sort of thing. Like Snow White. Yeah. And then covered her with his wife's best tablecloth. Ew. Wow. You sure went all out there, buddy. <laughs> you don't get a coat. You get a tablecloth. Right? That's just... Ah, oh, you're a piece of garbage, and I hope he... Mm. Do you think he dies? I hope he dies. Sorry, but... Anyway. 
Um, he then covered his two grandchildren, Trey and Michael, in plastic and put them in the abandoned cars that were out on the property. He then dumped a ton of kerosene over the bodies in the cars to, he's like, this will stop the smell. He didn't want animals to get to it and stuff, so. He didn't light on fire? Nope. Wow, you're dumb. Yeah. Well, that would cause, that would draw attraction, I guess, though. Yeah, yeah, so, that makes sense, okay. That night, he went to the bar because, you know, that's what you do, He and he's super social. Right. So, <laughs> so many friends. <laughs> He went to the bar, then went home, drank some more, and watched TV. And that's what he did the following like day. Like nothing freaking yeah. happened. So, and those other bodies are still in the living room. Ew. Yeah. On December 28th, he drove to the nearby town, Russellville, with his rifle. He stopped at Peel, Eddie, and Gibson's law firm. And that's because that's where Kathy Kendrick, the 24-year-old that he was hitting on, worked at. Uh, now worked up, uh, which is so creepy that he was like tracking her, but he walks in, finds her at the reception desk, pulls out his gun and just <gasps> starts shooting her. Wow. What? Yep. She was initially alive when the colleagues found her, like ran up to her, but she died by the time the paramedics arrived. Uh, so police were called at 10 17 AM, but Ronald was already gone and, by the time they got there. At tw- 1027, 10 minutes later, police got another call saying that there was another shooting at Taylor Oil Company. Rusty Taylor was the owner of the mini mart that Ronald worked at and was fired from. He had shot J.D. Chapin, a colleague of Rusty. And Rusty was shot in the chest, but he survived. But unfortunately, Jeez. J.D. did not. He's and- getting everybody. Mm-hmm. A new bookkeeper at the oil company, this poor thing. It was her first day. Oh, my She gosh. was two hours into her job. Oh, she walks lady. out of the bathroom. And she, so she walks out of the bathroom, sees what's happening. And she, like, well, she's, like, looking down. And she looks up. And she sees this gun, like, pointed right at her. She tries to run. So she, like, as he's shooting, she jumps behind a crate of stacks of crates and barely like the bullet just like barely grazes yeah her hair doesn't even touch her head it just grazes her hair she thought she was dead she thought that she was shot initially like she was laying there yeah i mean you hear a bullet that loud yeah i mean your body's just gonna react yeah so she she's laying there and like she kind of like comes to and like after he left and she like looks down she's like there's no blood so then she calls 911. Thank God. Yeah. So uh, he was only at the Taylor Oil Company, not even a minute, 45 seconds. And yeah, that's how fast it happened. Jeez. By the time police officers were called by the book- bookkeeper, he was already on to his next stop, the Sinclair Mini Mart. And at 1039 a.m., police got a call. Ronald walked in. And could you imagine those? those dispatchers oh. at 10 39 oh police got a call ronald walked in talked to a cashier roberta woolley uh, but then pulls out a gun and shoots her <gasps> twice in killing her 
who shoots another employee, David, who did survive trying to stop Ronald. And a customer was like behind the aisles watching what was happening. And he kept chucking like huge cans of food at him <laughs> until he left. Like just throwing cans of food. <laughs> what is Corn. that? It did make him leave though. So nine minutes later, police got their last call at the freight company that he worked at. He walked in and shot Elaine Butts, who was Ronald's <laughs> Butts. You're such a child. <laughs> so uh, he shot Elaine Butts, who was Ronald's supervisor at the time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> the story. Rest in peace, honey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So she was this Ronald's supervisor when he worked there. Uh, he shot her in the head and chest, killing her. Are you laughing now? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> he then walked into a nearby office where another woman was in and locked the door. Could you imagine? Like you just watch that. Well, you watch this guy shoot this woman and he walks into the room with you and locks oh the door. God. Oh, he locked the door. Yeah. <gasps> Shit. Yeah. So... He puts a gun to her head and says, don't worry, I'm not going to shoot you, which then why put the gun what? to her head? Yeah. Okay. Then, okay, I'm not worried at all. Okay, Mr. Guy who's been shooting everybody in yeah. there. <laughs> uh, he you helped her get off me. the floor. He offered her a cigarette, but she declined. And he dropped his gun to the side and like then tried to give it to her. And she's like, no, thank you. So he puts the gun on the table. Um, and he... He told her to call the police. He said, I did what I needed to do, and I got everyone that hurt me. So Russellville police was called, and Ronald did not put up a fight getting arrested. He eventually was sent to the Arkansas hospital in Little Rock to determine if he was, you know, for a mental evaluation, right. uh, which he was found sane and well enough to stand trial. So on May 12, 1988, Ronald was sentenced to 147 years in prison. Death by lethal injection for the deaths of Kathy Kendrick and J.D. Chafin. On September 1989, Ronald went to trial for the death of his 14 family members. They found a letter Ronald had written to Shelia. And when the judge found it was amicable in court, he freaked out and punched the prosecutor's attorney and grabbed the guns from the security guards. What? Uh, luckily, he was apprehended. Could you imagine? Oh, my god! If he just, like, freaked. Oh, no. Yeah. So a few days later, when they went back to court, uh, he was sentenced to death for the deaths of his 14 uh, family members. On May 31st in 1990, Bill Clinton, the governor at the time, signed Simmons, uh, Simmons exe execution warrant for the 25th of June of 1990, which was the quick quickest sentence execution. Execution. Ex execution. 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 <laughs> which was the quickest sentence execution in, I still messed it up, in the okay. U.S. history. It's it's a sentence execution, I think, is yeah. putting them two sentence together. Sentence ex execution. Yeah. In U.S. history. Jeez. Bill Clinton, like Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton? Yeah. Okay. He was the governor at the time. Okay. And in Arkansas? I guess. I didn't realize he was. Okay. Neither. I guess they all started out somewhere. Yada. Unfortunately. It's probably why his behavior is how he is. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> that is, it was kind of long, but that was the story of Ronald G. Gene Simmons. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. That was freaking intense, man. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a... That stressed me the hell out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You, you piece of crap. Is he dead now? He's yeah, dead? Yeah, he's dead. Good. Bye. Yeah. June, no one cares about you. Something. Whatever. Yeah. Th- those. Part- Sorry that we gave you your five minutes of freedom or, or fame. Fi- fame. Five minutes of fame on the podcast. He didn't deserve podcast. it. You None of them it. do. But your your family does. Yeah. So. Your family does. So you're a piece Poor of crap. Poor Sheila. 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 Is it Sheila or Shelia? Shelia. Shelia. Okay. Because I kept on thinking, I was like, maybe it's Sheila. No, it's Shelia. Oh, there was an I in it. That's a really like, bleh, yeah, tongue twister. But yeah, Aww. I know that family could have been so great. That's but, so sad. Yeah, he ruined it. So sad. <sighs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Amy brought you guys. What did that have to do with Christmas? I know they were shot around Christmas. Is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Merry I mean, Christmas. I don't think there's like a whole lot of things that like have to do with Christmas. That how like, oh, I got the wrong present. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Santa's here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Cut that out. No, I'm not. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Do you want to hear a scary story? I always want to hear a scary story. Okay. That's a lie. I don't always want to. I'm going to tell you a scary I story. I like the way you tell them, though. So I I figured that obviously I wanted to do something Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to do Krampus. Krampus? Krampus? Krampus. Um, but I figured he was, I kind of felt like he was overdone. Yeah. So I, I'll give it a year. Let it simmer. Yeah. So I wanted to do um, Frau um, Perkta. I'm huh? so glad that I put it there to where I can, like, it It allows me to pronunciate it in, like, oh, yeah. American terms. You put it. Because this is German. Yeah. I'm going to mispronounce everything, guys, and I apologize. Yay. Did you talk to our friend Sylvia? I did a little bit. She actually hadn't heard of this one, but when she looked it up, she said, holy crap, how have I never heard of this? Oh, this He's... is the one that you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. She was like, she's scarier than Krampus. So, yeah. Um, Yay. So, also, I'm some of the stories that I was looking up uh, call her the Christmas witch. So, I'm going to, I titled this the Christmas witch. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, Frau Perkta is a Christmas folklore based in uh, Eastern European countries like Germany, um, Austria, Switzerland. Um, and her name means like uh, the shining one or the bright one. Oh. Um, and she's also been known as the shining lady. Um, Spinstu Frau Berchta. Bertha, the belly slitter, and even uh, a goddess, and oh. um, I'm sure many more names. The belly slitter? Yes. But, and then goddess is right after that. Yep. Okay. Yep. We just have all sorts of views all on her. All kinds. Yes, this is why I was having a, such a hard time finding things about her, because there's different there's different views. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just depends on where you are and when you've heard of her. Okay. Um, so uh, likely... There's been many more, uh, depending on where you've heard her, mm-hmm. where you've heard of her, and uh, when you've heard of her. So, Perkta has two forms. 
in many legends, and she may appear as either beautiful and white as snow, um, like her name, meaning bright, uh-huh. or as an ugly old haggard. Um, she can bring you good blessings, silver, sweet treats, or trash your spinning room and slit open your stomach. Sounds like just a normal woman at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is really relatable. It's so weird. Are you talking about me? <laughs> uh, so whether you got the good cop or the bad cop depends on how judgy um, or how depends on how you met her judgy standards. She's oh. pretty judgy. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk about the bad cop perked up first. Um, she was depicted as an old decrepit woman um, dressed in rags, hiding a long knife underneath her skirt. Um, oh my gosh. She's sometimes described as using a, a cane and having a beaked iron nose, usually having, and also usually having um, one foot larger than the other, which they refer to as like a goose foot or like a swan uh-huh. foot. Um And it said that during the 12 days of Christmas, which is December 25th to January 6th, um, the night of, or ends January 6th, um, which is also like the night of Epiphany, which I didn't know what that meant. It said that the 12 days of Christmas, December 25th, um, ending January 26th, which is the night of Epiphany, um, Uh which is the night that the three wise men brought baby Jesus gifts. Um, okay. In Christianity, that's what they do. Um, he did that. On, they did that on December twenty fifth. No, that's when he was born. During those twelve days of Christmas. Okay, well, when they're in the manger scene. This is old timey. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Throwing <laughs> off my groove, man. The pictures show them there. <laughs> so she enters homes and delivers Christmas cheer to all. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah, that's um, sweet. It's like um, little yeah, carol. Yeah. Carol. So as far as what you get depends on whether you've been naughty or nice, just like Santa. Yeah. Um. Now, according to the stories, Frau Perkta can be extremely judgy when it comes to your spinning, as in like making uh yarn and threads and whatnot with like wool. Oh, okay. This is a very old yes. folklore. Yeah. As you can tell, and also the cleanliness of your home. So if your home was in order and your spinning was finished um, by this time period, Uh um, she might just spare you and even leave you some silver coins or some treats. Aww. Yeah. Some little sugar plums. Yeah. Uh, Now when it comes to those lazy individuals who never finish their spending or spinning by the end of Christmas, uh, she may just set fire to your half-spun fibers. Oh, jeez. Um, to add to punishment, if your house was messy or even if you didn't leave out the traditional bowl of porridge um, for her, she would sneak into your room, disembowel your guts, and replace them with straw and stones, essentially turning you into a human scarecrow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh other stories say she also will cut off your tongue for lying um for lying with a blade of glass yep <gasps> my tongue hurts so bad i know right now. i know when i read that i was like oh if anything like if you could just tell me like a knife it would be so much easier to <sighs> hear but a blade of glass ugh, it's so rigid <laughs> and like mm. um so that's one of the 
legends. Uh, so others have known Fra- Frau Perkta as the belly slitter, which also was in the previous one, uh-huh. um, who punished those that didn't um, conform to church practices like feasting and fasting during the 12 days of Christmas. Right. Um, I would totally fail this. I suck at fasting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she slit open the bellies of those who didn't eat enough on Epiphany as well, which like, isn't that like hip like a hypocritical thing to do like yeah you're not gonna fast but also you need to eat more (laughs) (laughs) only the full and round belly was said to deflect her blade so you better blow it up before she but also fast i'm gonna eat a lot of ice cream that night i'm gonna eat a lot of ice cream (laughs) i will bloat up if i eat some ice cream my belly will be round and plump Uh, so a woman who spun at the night or on a holiday would also um, suffer slitting of the belly. Um, once, so they weren't allowed to no, do it No, because it was holiday. on a holiday and it's like... But you same. also need to get your job done. Yeah, you need to get your shit done before the holidays come. This is like a lot of work so far. <laughs> like, I am not signing up for this. Uh, so once a slitter... What, once the slitters, once the sinner's belly was open, Perkta would pull out the intestines, stuff the cavity with straw, uh, splinters or uh, splinters of glass and other and other stuff. Um, some say she would sew up the wound with a chain for thread over time. Oh my gosh! I know, right? Especially as uh, spinning became more common, Perkta was said to punish lazy spinners with her trademark cut and stuff if they hadn't spun their flax by the 12th night so similar to the other one yeah much same thing um other legends say that during the last three thursdays before christmas also called knocking nights um and also during the 12 days of christmas perkta flies through the night attended by an army of lost souls which were called the perkton oh jeez uh resembling krampus um like horns, fur, yeah. half goat, half man. And this was called like the wild hunt, um, which the wild hunt symbolized uh, catastrophes, mm-hmm. like war or death or the death of someone who witnessed it. Um, also among them were souls of unbaptized children. <gasps> so she was really big into like people who didn't follow like religion and Christianity. Oh, shoot. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't baptized Alice yet. I don't know oh. why. <laughs> I guess we're all good at my house. Um, because why haven't we done that? <laughs> we need to get to that. Let's put that on the calendar. Uh, because as uh, as per uh, as previously said, I sorry, I did a typo. I said That's preciously okay. instead of previously. Because as previously said, uh, she didn't approve of that. Yeah. Um. So you'll know when they're out when you hear wind and thunder roaring and rumbling throughout the mountains during these nights. Oh, my gosh. So definitely no silent night here. Oh, that's um, sad. That's such a bummer for everybody. Right? That's like a <laughs> big part of Christmas. Suppressing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there are, like, many more different theories of as far as, like, the evil Frau Perkta goes. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest theories that I could find. Um, as far as the good cop Frau Perkta, um, she can be described as a beautiful white-robed goddess, um, kind of like a fairy. Um, I want to be here for Christmas. 
Right? Or for uh, Thanksgiving. Thanks- for Halloween. Halloween. I mean, only it's cool. You can yeah. be her for Thanksgiving and Christmas too. Sure. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, so she also rewarded the worthy with gifts and blessings. Um, good children who spun diligently and learned their lessons. She rewarded with uh, nuts and sugar plums. Oh, I totally want that for Christmas. Nuts and sugar plums. Thanks. And she makes their land fruitful and causes the cattle to thrive. Oh. Um, in 1889, it was recorded that shepherds believed if they brought their flax in the summer, she would bless their flocks. So, so people, she was there like year round. Yeah. Yep. They would prepare for her. And if the family left her the remains of their supper on the 12th night, um, at the eve of the 12th night, she would come to their homes and um, eat the bestowed blessings in the household. So, um, oh, so that's the good cop perked up. That wasn't very so long. Calling her. Nope, she's not that great. Um, so I have some theories. Some believe that uh, she herself was actually a spinner and took her job a little bit too seriously to where, like, she didn't take off nights and right. she did it a lot. Um, and so she was angry and she punishes people now who do the same. Oh, my gosh. Um, Jacob Grimm, who was responsible for, like, Brothers Grimm and lots of other folklores, um, believed that her goose foot was because of her shape-shifting abilities and often changing into animal form. So, apparently, she can change into, like, animals and whatnot. I don't like that. Right? Another theory um, to her deformity was that ancient beliefs say that witches used goose fat to help them fly. So, like, that would... Like, the reason why she would fly through the night. And I guess that's also the reason why she had a big foot. Good, I don't know. Foot. Maybe she had a big foot because she was spinning. That's That was that was the first one was because she was... Yeah. Yeah. That's why she was punishing people. Like, I didn't add that in there, but... Oh, okay. That I, it was in my mental note. Yeah. But I didn't add that right in there. there. So thank you. You're thank welcome. you for catching on to that. You're welcome. <laughs> And also helping others for catching up. <laughs> um, so if you don't want your holiday traditions interrupted by Frau Perkta, here are some tips. Okay. I'm, I'm here. All right. Write okay. this down. Grab a pen and a piece of paper, everybody, and write this down. Frank. Write this down. Frank. Hank. Hank. God damn, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, um, eating your traditional meal of fish and gruel can ward her disgusting. from coming into your home yes i read that in one and i was like Ugh. so glad we're american Sounds we have delicious we have steak. fried chicken <laughs> do you have fried chicken for christmas i mean i thought about it i'm not gonna lie we are having steak though actually we normally have like prime rib we're having steak this year um also uh Finish your sewing before Christmas, but no one spins anymore. So that's all industrialized. So you guys don't have to worry about that. But if you happen to do that, you know, finish it before Christmas time so that she won't come to your home. What would and be the modern open your body? Modern spinning. Spinning. It's just spinning. I think it's just I think that's a modern name for it. No, like what would nowadays what would we do? Sew? Yeah, but spinning is like making the material to sew. 
I know, but I'm like trying to think of like what people would do in replacing nowadays. Finish your scarves. Finish your your chores before she comes, guys. Come on. Also, clean your house. So finish your chores. Make sure your house is in order, which is something I do before Christmas Eve anyway, because I don't want to have to stress about not only present mess, but like the mess of my house, bathroom. It's kind of one of those things like you're preparing for a party. Exactly. Exactly. Um, one of the theory or one of the stories said to leave out a bowl of porridge can make her happy. So get Cookies on her good side. Yeah, there you go. No one wants porridge. That's gross. So don't leave out a bowl of porridge. Oatmeal. Uh, cheese grits. Grits. Um, fast during religious uh time periods. Like if you if you're if you're religious, then you should whatever you want to do, do whatever you want to do. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. Detox. Uh, yep. There you do go. Do a detox. There you go. If you're have, not religious, have a smoothie. Uh, yeah. they're gross, but you should have them. Yep. The detox smoothies, not regular smoothies. Right. Smoothies are good. Uh, feasting until your belly. I completely 100% and fully support this one. Feasting until your belly is full and plump on the night of Epiphany. So on like the 5th, eat a crap ton, guys. Yeah. Load up on that ice cream that night. That way you're you're bloated. Go to sleep on a full belly. Eat all those carbs. You don't want Frau Parkta to come, on, come no. in and, and make you a, into a human scarecrow. What a silly reason for her to come, too. Yeah. like Yeah. That's something you can easily get done. Come on, guys. Yeah. It just come takes on. two seconds. Just watch an episode of, of whatever. Park and Rec. Yep. Parks and Rec. And eat all those eat carbs. Ice cream. Ice yep. cream pizza. Sandwich. Love yep. sandwiches. <laughs> also, um, in some towns in like Germany, uh, in Austria, men dressed up as evil Perkton, or men will dress up as evil Perkton uh, to ward off evil spirits, like smacking sticks and ringing bells loudly during the 12 days. So, you know, if you want to scare them off, look scarier than them. So there you go. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, as far as today, uh, these days with spinning being more industrialized, Frau Perkta is believed to be big on um, disciplining on those who lie and can be lazy. Oh. So that's what parents scare their right. children so with. the children with. Yep, you better be good or Frau Perkta is going to come and slit your belly open and put sticks and stones in there. Um, so there are also many festivals, um, which mainly focus on Krampus, um, but Frau Perkta can be, like, featured in them. Uh-huh. She's not as big, unfortunately, because I think she's way more scarier, because that sounds while researching scary. her, I was, like, forced to research him. Not forced, but, yeah, it's, they kept te- they're both in. terrifying. Yeah. Um, but there are, like, runs and festivals that are specifically geared towards her, um, in Austria, particularly, and okay, here's where I'm going to mispronounce everything. So you're welcome, everybody. And particularly in Salzburg, sorry, um, where she is said to wander through the <laughs> Hohenzollernberg <laughs> Castle and the dead of night. The Perkton are still a traditional part of the holidays and festivals, such as the Carnival. Fastnach. 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 I'm sorry. I'm so bad at this. Um, which are the wooden animals masks uh, made for the festivals. Oh. Um, which are called like the Perkton. So. Right. Uh, in Pan- Pangu. 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 I have no idea. I'm. You're thinking of Disney. Yeah. Pangu. <laughs> 
region of Austria, large processions of, God dang it. Why did I pick such hard, produ- I, I didn't even. You're doing good. You're doing great. So far, no one's judging you. Large processions. This has not come out yet. This is Amy. Uh, large processions of Schnoperchten, which are beautiful Perkton, are in Schnotchperkton, which are ugly Perkton, are oh. held every winter. And beautiful, I hope our German friend listens to us, um, <laughs> which are beautiful masks and are said to encourage financial windfalls. And the ugly masks are to warn uh, and to drive away like uh, evil spirits. Oh, okay. So purity masks are to bring good luck and ugly masks, masks are to scare away evil spirits can you wear both at the same time mm. okay mm. i would wear one on oh like front and back yeah totes that's awesome that's a good idea yeah take some notes guys again you should be writing all this down a number of large ski resorts also have turned the tradition into a tourist attraction drawing large crowds every winter so it's basically like a tourist attraction type oh. thing now these days but yeah uh that is the story on i'm so scared of her okay guys i i, I dated german for like five years so like i never heard any of this creepy stuff i don't know how but like germans tell their kids some creepy yeah, they do. stuff like yeah. guys you guys got it going on but i bet those kids are so respectful they're so well behaved <laughs> there's not they're like frau perk just gotta come in with a white glove and like <laughs> touch every wall to make sure there's no dust oh my gosh and krampus <laughs> no <laughs> clean the house <laughs> you left out a can oh no <laughs> my house would be screwed i know mine too frau perk is gonna mess us up all the bellies are going to be open. If, you know what, Frau Berta? If you're going to come and visit my house, can you please just, like, when you're removing stuff, can you just take out all the fat that's in there? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, not replace it with sticks and stones? Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. That, Thanks. That, and, I just want that for Christmas. Yeah. And, and with the wool that I didn't make, can you please stitch me up? <laughs> so And not with chain. Please. I don't want chain. I don't want That sounds awful. Yeah, that sounds heavy. Yeah. The whole point is to not be heavy. Yeah, I I want to lose weight. Let's not gain some weight. Let's, yeah. So, yeah, that that was the story on Frau Perkta. I think she sounds way more terrifying than Krampus, so. As she should. As she should. I think she's a girl. Feminism. Yes. But I also think that. Krampus has Kramp- been overdone. He, yeah. And, and been he, in movies now. Yeah. And so it's yeah. just like not scary. Yeah. Like when I talk about Krampus with Addie, because they do, they talk about Krampus a lot at their house. Um, She laughs. He's just like a silly little tale. Yeah. Silly yeah. little tale. That they tell so. about every year. And Krampus, Addie would talk about Krampus to Alice and Alice would be scared because we don't do Krampus. We yeah. don't talk about him. And so then she'd be like, mommy, is Krampus real? And I'm like, no, Krampus isn't no. real. And then Addie would be like, Krampus is real. And she'd be like, mommy, Addie says Krampus is real. And I'm like, Krampus isn't real. <laughs> like going back and forth. <laughs> this is why I don't tell my kids about this stuff. <laughs> She's going to wake up in the middle and I'm, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Go to sleep. Anyways, 
Oh. Let's have a palate cleanse. Palate cleanse. You want to hear a neighborhood story? Yes, please. All right. <laughs> that cleanse. was weird. <laughs> our, we're doing our detox fasting. There we go. For uh, Frau Perkta. Yeah. Uh, so forgive me. This one might be a little bit hard for me to reread. But okay. uh, this is from the Nextdoor app. And it's titled Possible Christmas Decoration Issues. Oh, jeez. Uh... Is this an acceptable Christmas decoration for outside the home? (laughs) This is from a neighborhood home on their garage today. All right. So this is a garage. I'm going to, I'm going to paint you guys a picture here. Okay. It's a garage. There's a wreath on it and it says happy Mr. Creamy shits day. No. Ho, ho. That's it. And in the comments, it says, Clearly, these people have zero class. Definitely should be taken down. Oh my gosh! And and, and in the comments, let let me let me like remind. There's like a ton of like laughing emojis with all oh, of it. Oh no! Like everybody's commenting laughing. Uh, and then the next comment says, "Perhaps they are con- a consumer advocates for emodium." <laughs> <laughs> That is all. That's 100% it. That's it. You're right. You nailed it right yeah. there on the head. They're they're probably getting paid from the people who make Emodium. So probably just try to make some more money over the holidays. Come on, you guys. Nothing wrong with that. There's Let nothing wrong with that. Let people have their creamy shits over the holidays. Absolutely. It is what it is. You can't judge. Just think baking and chocolate. <laughs> what? I was trying to get Amy to gag for a third episode, but uh, no, it's not happening. Um, you have to be a little bit more like uh, looking, feeling, yeah. yeah you gotta d- in your car. Paint me a picture with that. Yeah, we gotta go wrap presents, guys. Yeah, bye. See ya. Hope you guys. Oh wait, we gotta had a merry Christmas. Happy Christmas to you. Happy Hanukkah to you. Happy whatever you celebrate. Christmas, Hanukkah, and nothing if Kwanzaa. you don't want it. Kwanzaa. Uh, happy Loving Day to Everybody. you. Uh, Just another day. If it's nothing to you, that's cool too. We if like it's your birthday, it happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Woo! Jesus. Enjoy your day. Anyway. Wow. So we're That's gonna so we're gonna uh, sign off here, and uh, you know where to listen to us fra- at anywhere, pretty much anywhere. If you listen to us on Facebook. iTunes, yep, face, yeah, we're on Facebook, anywhere. Yeah. Um, iTunes, if you could give us a review and rating, but please. most definitely a review, please. We have we only have like nine now. But, we only you know, have nine. Yeah. Only. Hey, but you know, that's only quite two of them are people that we know for good, like for serious. So that's a that's a good thing. Uh, so if you can give us a review, that's really helpful Maybe to us. Nine? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. We're almost <laughs> ten. Uh, so off. We're, we're so practically lame. famous. We're so famous. I can't even get out of the house though. Oh right it's me. so frustrating. Oh my gosh. And my kid just like <laughs> is living in my shadow. I feel so bad for oh, her. So sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> to put like sunglasses when I go in the store. also uh follow us and like us on all of our social medias facebook twitter instagram and tiktok and you could just search at wwtn podcast our website which is new Mm -hmm. do we have 
Oh, shoot. Um, we'll do it on the next one. Okay. Uh, our website, which is newly done and super fancy now, is at whatswiththeneighbors.com. And on there, you, you can... can find the link for our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN podcast. And there you can sign up. We have two tiers now. We have yeah, we do. a $3 tier. And a $5 tier. Yes, we do. So if you want to find out what each tier offers, obviously the tier $5 tier offers more than the $3, but you can go on there to see what each one offers. Um, it's only three or five bucks a month and you get exclusive content regardless of what tier you're in. You get something special and like the, for christmas we we sent out christmas gifts for our five dollar tiers so do it get it done we want to continue this podcast and get better equipment yes yeah so help us help us help you uh feel free to slide into our dms um, with any questions or comments or even story suggestions or neighborhood stories, we would love to hear all of it. It's wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. And have you checked in on the neighbors? No. What's with the neighbors? <laughs> Bring Amy out! Bring Amy out! High five! What's with the neighbors? Yeah! yeah. That was a good one. Yeah! Yay. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! We did it! Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, rock. Woo! Jingle bell, jingle bell.